Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, this is episode 154 of Celebrate Cultivate. I'm your host and intuition coach, Kayleen Elise Seuss. You know how people say your thoughts create your reality? Well, today I'm here with two stories that are examples of that in action, plus some ideas and ways you can put it into practice in your everyday life that's going to create less stress and more joy for you. But first, I want to share a few updates from the studio. Number one, if you are feeling overwhelmed in daily life, then I have a new freebie ready for you to download. So earlier today, I was trying to leave a Marco Polo for my friend Christy. I was trying to paint my nails and just have like a little bit of downtime for myself. And it was really not as relaxing and chill as I wanted it to be because my almost two-year-old Neil was downstairs screaming his head off. And if you've been in the house with a screaming child and you're not in the vicinity of them, (laughs) there's like this thing that at least I do, and, and maybe you do it also, where I like listen carefully to see if I can hear blood. Like, are they damaged? Are they injured? Or is this an emotional issue? (laughs) And so I was very distracted and a little bit stressed because that was happening. And that's just kind of part of that everyday overwhelm that I'm talking about. So I've got this brand new free download for you called Five Ways to Find Calm in the Chaos. And you can sign up for it by visiting the link in today's show notes or by sending me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise. And when you get started, when you open that download, it's going to help you find ways to get more peace in your everyday life starting today. I'm really excited for you to check it out. Number two, there's still time to welcome the summer season and set your intentions. If you want to join my summer solstice ritual, it's just $22 and you receive instant access to 77 minute mini course that includes a guided meditation, journaling, and all of it is created to help you flow through this season in alignment. So even though it's called the summer solstice ritual, it doesn't have to be the solstice for you to get connected to yourself, your intuition, and the energy of summer. If you've been kind of feeling like swept away by summer and you're really worried that it's going to be fall before you know it, now is a really good time to check that out, to spend an hour plus for yourself connecting within and really just getting grounded before all of summer goes by. Again, the link to join that is in the show notes for today's episode, or you can send me a message on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. Number three, there is just so many exciting 
changes in the works behind the scenes right now. I am working on a new website, new programs, maybe even a new name for the podcast. And all of this newness is coming out at the end of 2023 because I am so clear on one thing more than ever. And that is that I am here to teach you everything that I have done to help my clients feel more calm, connected, and creative in their everyday lives. If you're loving the podcast and you want to work with me, then please hop over to the waitlist for my signature program, the season sessions. Our next start date is September 25th. So that's right as the fall season begins and the doors open to just the wait list on September 18th. I have only three spots available to join the season sessions in the autumn season. So be sure to save your spot if that is something that you want to join. Okay, so that's enough about what's happening in the studio. Now let's get into these stories. So the first one is kind of a second follow-up to a story that I shared with you on uh, episode 149, which was called Give Yourself a Getaway. If you listen to this, then you heard me talking about a beautiful Audrey Ficus that I purchased on Mother's Day as a gift to myself. It was this gorgeous, lush plant that I was so excited to bring into my living room to replace a plant that was also an Audrey ficus, but was dying. So I had watched my original Audrey ficus die, a miserable, sad death. I was so bummed. And then when I, I didn't even have the intention of buying an Audrey ficus, like the exact same plant for the same place, but I found one at the plant shop that I went to on Mother's Day and I brought her home and I was just so delighted and excited. Well then, over the next several weeks, she just lost so many of her leaves. I mean, it was just like she got into the house and she just started to die. It was so, so sad. And I mean, I did what I thought I should do. I was watering her There was a root sprouting out the bottom of the grow pot. So I knew that I needed to get her replanted at some point. But the fact that she was dropping all those leaves, I was like, oh oh my gosh, like I don't want to like do too many things at once. And obviously there is a shock that goes into, you know, when plants come into a new space. So I knew that. But the thing I started to notice is that every time I walked past it, every time I came downstairs, I would have negative plant talk, which is similar to negative self-talk, except it was out loud and it was to the plant. So I was saying things like, oh my gosh, she's dying. Look at another dead leaf. Oh, I was just like, there was so much drama about this plant and I, I knew it and I could hear myself saying it, but it took me weeks to realize that I was speaking my world into existence, which is a phrase that my grandma has told me ever since I was a little, little girl. She said, speak your world into existence. And I was doing it, right? In my mind, in my mental state, I was speaking as reaction to the dying plant. But things have a way of kind of 
building on themselves, right? So every time I would see the plant look like it's dying, I would say the plant was dying and then the plant was going to die more. And if you've, I mean, you've heard anything about how plants can like music and how water changes based on if you're saying nice things about it or bad things about it. I mean, there's like (laughs) these things... The world has energy, right? Like as woo or not, as you want to be, it's just fact. So, so I decided, I finally like figured this out and realized that I was not helping the situation with my negative plant talk. And so, and think about it, right? There's so many people, like when you, when you talk to people about plants, most people's reactions are like, oh, I, I kill plants. Oh, I can't keep plants alive. Like a lot of people say that. Otherwise, they're like really planty people and, and they would never say that. And it's like, well, then you're just perpetuating that, right? By by being, but without even having a plant around, you're like, oh, I could never keep a plant alive. So I was kind of feeding into that energy. And when I realized it, when it dawned on me, I decided to t- make a change. So I started watering it in the sink because I figured that that would be a better place to like really soak it, let it drain. And that way, even that root that was sprouting that I hadn't fixed yet, like it was going to get some water. And then I also started to just really encourage the plant. I stopped talking so much trash and really started to love it a little bit more and really started to encourage it. And then I did have my friend come over and help me and we repotted it. So it's in fresh soil. It is in a pot where all of its roots are contained. It's got water and it's starting to sprout so much new growth. There are fresh baby leaves everywhere, which of course makes me really giddy and excited. And now I'm encouraging her and saying positive plant talk all the time. And of course, this is not a perfect plant. She's not very lush. She's got a lot of nubby (laughs) ends. And it's, you know, she's still thriving. You can just tell by looking at the plant that it's doing what it can. It's doing its best to succeed (laughs) in life. And when I was at the plant store, I was, you know, very attracted to another Audrey ficus that was a lot more full looking, but my friend stopped me from buying it because <laughs> she was like, uh, don't you think the same thing is going to happen to your third one? And don't you have one at home that is thriving? So let's just be patient and let it grow. And this is the same for all of us, right? Like if you are in the middle of a transformation, it's really easy to look at your experience, look at your life, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh, I'm not there yet. But there's all this new growth sprouting and it's adorable and it needs to be encouraged and watered and have sunshine, right? Like you need that too. So use this as an example from my life and my negative plant talk that you and your plants deserve a positive outlook. And it's fine if there are areas of your life where you're blind to the negativity that you're speaking. That's totally normal. That's part of life. Like I just said, I I was doing it and I didn't even realize it. But once you realize it, that's when you have the opportunity to make a change. That's when you can stop and be like, hmm, maybe I want to adjust my words, my actions to support the outcome I desire instead of what I'm seeing right now. Okay, so story number two, 
all of the parents in the world who are dropping their children off at camp, you're going to probably relate to this one. But recently we had an experience where we were dropping one of our children off at camp and the individual who was in charge of checking in and welcoming the students was frazzled beyond belief. They were really freaking out. They were just like super overwhelmed. And from the get, I could tell that there was just so much chaos in this person's mind. And it was coming, it was like spewing out of them. Like the chaos in the mind was just externalized in in such a big way. And no one around this person was bothered. No one around them was yelling at them or telling them they were doing a bad job checking in the kids. Like none of that was happening. But it was just really clear that the situation was super stressful for this person, even though the outside environment wasn't how I would define as stressful. It doesn't matter that I could see from the outside that everybody was being really patient and it was totally fine and there was nothing to be bothered by because in that person's experience, they were extremely bothered, extremely overwhelmed. And the only way for them to get through that experience was just to get through that experience. There was really no like changing the vibe in the moment, right? Like, and sometimes you're just in that. But as I was witnessing it, it was a really good reminder to me that sometimes when we're freaking out, perhaps always when we're freaking out, someone from the outside could come look at it and be like, oh my gosh, you are so, so stressed. But look, like everybody's waiting their turn and it's totally fine. But that outside perspective won't really change the storm that's going on inside. So it was, again, just like this like look at from the outside perspective of a situation where it was like, they were doing nothing wrong. I wouldn't say that, you know, that was the best job for that person that morning, but maybe it was the only choice. And so they did it and they were pretty miserable while they were doing it, but it was done, right? And so we don't have to seek perfection in all things in life. We can just get through it. Um, But also when you find yourself in that moment of like extreme, extreme stress, you can, if you have the bandwidth, remind yourself that it's, it's going to end. (laughs) It's going to be okay. And if this person had had more tools or resources at their disposal, they might've been able to like take a beat, take a breath, look around and see everything was fine. But again, that wasn't available to them. So I'm not making it wrong in the moment. Like that's just what it was. But it was a very interesting teaching moment for me to see like, okay, our thoughts do create our reality in the sense of how we experience reality. Because the reality that I was experiencing and the reality that the camp counselor was experiencing was very different, but we were in the same moment, right? So look for those kind of examples in your life and see how, again, also in that moment, like I could have brought like crazy energy back, but instead I was just like, okay, everything's cool. Thank you. Have a good day. You know? So like I applauded myself as you always should when you handle a situation calmly and then just carried on about my day. So I really, I just, I think those two examples are are so helpful in illuminating this concept that your thoughts create your reality. Although I don't love that 
phrase because I think a lot of people when maybe even you when you hear it you might just like write it off altogether because it's impossible to create every moment of your day consciously. And that means that there's a lot that's left to the unknown. And it's like, oh, well, now I have, I remember when I first found out about manifesting and this concept, your thoughts create your reality. I just felt like so much pressure to do everything perfectly. Because now if I have a negative thought, something horrible is going to happen. And that just puts a lot of unnecessary stress on your shoulders because you don't have to control everything. And when it comes to this idea of like the unknown, I'm curious if when you hear that term, the unknown, do you automatically think of all the bad things that could happen? What about like the phrase, unlimited possibilities. Those are like the same concept, right? Unknown and possibility. They're very, very similar, but they have super different connotations. So in this idea, I'm just inviting you to look at life a little bit differently in the sense that you're co-creating your reality. Have you heard that phrase co-creating? So it's like there's a million factors that go into play and you are part of that creation, but you are a co-owner. You're a co-host. You're a co-collaborator. You're not the only thing that's responsible for all of this. I'll give you another example from a recent session with one of my clients. Her inner voice gave her some incredible visuals that really sealed this in for her. She saw this silver ball that she put into a game okay, her inner voice is like showing her this. And the game is life. But in this situation, her inner voice revealed to her that she was both the ball and the person putting the ball into the machine. So she has a lot to do with her reality, but she isn't in charge of every single thing because she didn't design the game. And so she gets to decide when her ball goes into the game. She is the person holding the ball in her pocket. Like she is bigger than this one particular game, but it's not all on her. In fact, in her session, her inner voice told her that she has no job, (laughs) that she's here to enjoy, to be, and to flow through life, which I didn't tell her that. That was her speaking through her inner voice. And what an incredible gift to be able to kind of see your own life in that perspective. And if you have a connection with your inner voice, then you may have already accessed that. And if not, I'm certain that that wisdom is available to you. But now while we're in our heads and we're going about our lives, the the option that you have is just to, instead of thinking about the unknown and freaking out, just open yourself up to unlimited possibilities most of which are really good. If you like look at your whole life, so many neutral things have happened. Normal, neutral, nothing, everyday things happen every day. They're not really noteworthy. But that's like most of our possibilities, right? Are just like vanilla. And depending on how you look at it, your vanilla might be really, really good. 
And so if your vanilla is really, really good or moderate or decent or whatever, that means that most of your possibilities are moderate, decent or pretty good, right? So the unlimited possibilities, and then there's like all of these possibilities that are even better than that. So to summarize, a few little takeaways from today's conversation. Choose your words wisely when you're aware. So notice when you say something out loud that you don't actually want to be true, which is like, my plant is dying. Or another phrase that I say, and a lot of us say in everyday conversation as almost like an um or a yeah, is I don't know. And that's one that I'm working to delete, (laughs) like control X out of my vocabulary because I do know my inner voice knows, and there's a billion things that I don't know, right? Of course. But oftentimes in casual conversation, it'll be like, well, I kind of feel like tacos, but I don't know. And it's like, no, you do feel like tacos. Just say, I feel like tacos. Or you could say, I feel like tacos, but if you have another suggestion, I'm open to it, right? That's more true. So just look at what you say when you notice it. Don't get hypervigilant and freak out, right? Like be kind to yourself, be patient. But when you notice that you're saying something that isn't true or that you don't want to be true, give yourself an opportunity to revise it and make a change. Number two, take care of yourself when your energy feels out of alignment. So if you're feeling like that camp counselor, do something to soothe yourself. And if you can't in the moment, that's totally fine. That's totally normal. It happens to all of us. Do something for yourself after the fact to release those emotions of stress and anxiety that built up in that situation. Number three, embrace the concept of co-creating your reality with the universe and understand that you don't have to try to control everything. Hand things over to the universe. Let it surprise and delight you. And number four, instead of fearing the unknown, open yourself up to the unlimited positive possibilities that it holds. So shift your perspective and view the unknown as a realm of potential and opportunity rather than something to be afraid of. All right, that's it for today's episode. I hope it inspires you to co-create your reality in a more intentional way and lean into the limitless possibilities in your life. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.